0: Greetings and welcome to the Mount Calvary Nation podcast hosted by Mount Calvary Baptist Church in Dayton, Ohio, where our pastor is the Reverend S.N. Winston Jr. We thank you for joining us and hope that this episode blesses you.
1: Good morning, Saints. Good morning, Saints. All right. What a blessed day it is today for us all to be alive. God gave us the ability to wake up this morning. A lot of people left us this last year, last two, three years. And fortunately, we are the blessed ones that are still here. We start out this morning reading the book of Psalms, first Psalms starting at verse 1. If you can stand, please. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor strengtheth, nor standeth in the way of the sinners, nor st- sitteth in the seat of the scornful, But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in the law doeth he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but are like the shaft which the wind driveth away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinner in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. Lord, we want to say thank you this morning. Thank you for all that you have done, sight, seen, and unseen, Father. Thank you for the many ways that you have touched us, Father, even though sometimes we don't understand it and we don't know what's going on, Father, but it's not our will but your will that we need to learn how to do, Father. So we just say thank you for your will, Father. Let us know your word. Let us open up our hearts and our minds that we can receive what is necessary to try to do your will, Father. Sometimes we fall by the wayside, Father, but through your grace and mercy, you pick us up. You you promised that you would never leave us. So we say thank you today, Father. Thank you, Father. We thank you for the shepherd that you put with us, Father, to guide us to guide us in a way that you would have us go father touch his heart and his mind father that he can continue to be a blessing to you so that we can be a blessing to him and further on father but we just want to continuously say thank you thank you father we can't thank you enough so we just want to continuously keep you in our minds and in our hearts touch the ones that are here today, father. touch the families that are represented. Touch the people that are online, father for um, they might want to come to you father, but just can't just don't know how. So let the words that we hear today touch their hearts so that they may learn you and know your way. So, Father, we just want to continuously say thank you, thank you, thank you. And it's in the mighty name of Jesus we pray. Amen.
2: Praise the Lord, everyone. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Why don't we all just stand and give God a hand clap of praise because he is worthy of our praise. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. We thank you so much, Father, for this opportunity where we can come and give you praise that is so due to you. Father, we thank you. Hallelujah. It's good to be in the house of the Lord one more time, isn't it? Yes, it is. Hallelujah. How many come with a grateful heart? How many come to give God some praise this morning? Hallelujah. We serve an awesome and mighty God, everyone. A wonderful God. So we're going to all sing together. I think everybody knows this or pretty familiar with it. It's easy to catch on. So we just ask that you all just join with us. Here we go. We will sing praises unto our King, yeah. We will sing praises unto our King, yeah. He is creator of everything. He
3: is creator of everything.
2: And we will exalt him, his name adore, yeah.
4: honor and reverence forevermore We worship, we worship. Adore, you. adore you, we declare, we declare. there's nobody we like you. Nobody like oh, you. We, worship. we worship, adore you, adore you. we declare. Oh. Adore you. Adore you We declare
5: everybody breathing, give God some kind of praise, would you? What an absolutely wonderful Savior we serve, who has kept us safely through another week and has allowed us to come back together today. Those who are in person, those who are joining us online, we're just grateful to be with the saints. If you can, give God some kind of praise. Hallelujah. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you. You may be seated. Welcome into this house of worship, those who are here in person. We're grateful that you have chosen to worship with us today, especially those who don't consider themselves a part of the Mount Calvary family. We're glad you're here. If there's anybody... Uh, who is well? Let me let me do this first. Also, welcome to those who are joining us online. Those who are part of the e-congregation this morning. We're grateful that uh, that even though we are in this pandemic, and indeed we are still uh, in, we are still dealing with uh, COVID and all of its fallout. But we're grateful that we have the technology that allows us to worship together. Uh, by Facebook Live or YouTube or wherever you're watching us. We're grateful for the people behind the technology who make it possible every week for us to come together virtually. If you're here in the sanctuary and you're worshiping with us and you are not a part of the Mount Calvary family, we would love to see who you are and where you are. If you don't mind standing, if you're able. God bless you. God bless you. We're glad you're here. Mount Calvary, make them feel welcome, would you? Come on, let's sing to them. Revealing the glory of God's kingdom. And here's how we're doing it. Shaw, I'm looking at. Good to see you, ma'am. <laughs> Glad you're here. Uh, let me thank you for your prayers and your concerns this week. Um, as I've been ill, I appreciate your continued prayers. Please. Um, also, would you keep in prayer Sister Tamikio Baraj, uh, one of our members, she had to have. Uh, emergency surgery this week and uh, she had another surgery on Friday and uh, and so things are things are going uh, well they are looking like they should uh, but we know God is able to do exceeding abundantly above all we can ask or think all right and so let's, uh, let's keep her in your prayers. Tamikio, that's her name. Um, next week, um, whether you are a teacher, a principal, a headmaster, or headmistress, um, um, administrator, student, bus driver, lunch lady, or lunch man, custodian, everybody who works in the school system, Uh, Be here in the sanctuary if you can. Uh, We want to pray over you before you head back into school this year, okay? Um, And spread the word. Every teacher, every student, every administrator, bus driver, cafeteria worker, janitor, um, technology specialist, reading specialist, whoever you are, um, we want to pray. Uh, Be in the sanctuary if you can, and if you can't be in the sanctuary, you can uh, join us online, but I want to make sure that we do that uh, on next Sunday. Miss Phyllis Holt, are you here? Okay. How about, um, please forgive me if I mispronounce Mercedes. Enriquez, there you are. Did I say it right? Okay. This church membership certificate is presented to Miss Mercedes in recognition of her successful completion of the prescribed requirements for full membership of the Mount Calvary Missionary Baptist Church that entitles her to all rights, benefits, and privileges of this fellowship the 7th day of August, 2022, Samuel A. Winston Sr., pastor. God bless you, Ms. Mercedes. Welcome officially. How about Tanaya Hood? Are you here, Tanaya? Am I saying it right? Oh, yes. Mercedes, uh, do you have any family here? Yes, you do. Check us out. Welcome to the fam. Uh, We do have several cards of thanks. Uh, Rathia Pate thanks us for our contribution to her life and future. I am beyond blessed and grateful to be a part of this church family. I pray that I can pour into this congregation just as you all Have poured into me. Also, a card from uh, Deaconess Evelyn Tucker who thanks us for our generosity and caring hearts. Your kindness is greatly appreciated. May God continue to bless and keep you. Uh, There's a card of thanks from Skylar Marsh and family, Pastor Sam, Lady Chanel, and church family. Thank you all so much for your support and prayers during the passing of my grandmother. Our family is grateful and blessed to have you think of us during this time. Uh, Also, a card of thanks from Alicia, Ivory, and Chardet and Chase, dear Mount Calvary Nation. I would like to take this time out just to say thank you. The love that has been shown to my family since the car crash has been such a blessing. From prayers to visits to money and food have all been just awesome. You all will never know how on time and appreciated your giving has been for us We are honored to be a part of such a loving church family that's from the Ivory family. Jeremiah Barr, where are you, sir? There's Jeremiah, who is in the... Thank you. All right. Um, Who was in the sixth grade on his way to the seventh grade at River's Edge. He was at River's Edge, Montessori. Let me see. I have his... Got all four quarters with all these S's and exceeding S's and E's everywhere. <nants> Demonstrating growth. Demonstrates major growth, demonstrates his strengths. Nice. Nicely done, Jeremiah Barr. Let's see, then I got, hold on, let me see what's what. So I see all S's on the one, I see all E's on the other. Tell me what this is about. Oh, this is not Jeremiah, ha. Huh? <laughs> gotcha, okay, I see, I see, I see. One for his brother, Jeremiah, Y'all, forgive me, I've been sick. That'll be my excuse for everything. Jeremiah is in the sixth grade. What grade is Juniel in? Going to the fourth grade. All right, and I see all E's and S's for him too. Tell me how to pronounce your first name, sir. Thank you, Zainel. Um... Zainel is such a pleasure to have in class. His hard work, the way he completes tasks independently, makes a positive contribution to our class. He is a leader. Nice. <laughs> Nicely done, sir. Where's y'all's family? <laughs> Good job. Lorenzo Huggins, where are you, Lorenzo? All right, Lorenzo. He is, uh, you just finished the 8th grade at the STEM school. And I see, um, A, 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 A. (laughs) Nicely done. High honor roll. Let me see. Um... Wow. Congratulations, uh, Lorenzo. You have successfully completed the 2021-22 academic year of college credit plus at Sinclair College. You earned a total of three credits. Nice. That's before you even got into high school, huh? Okay. Nice. Where's Logan Huggins? All right, Logan is going into the seventh grade at the STEM school. And I see language arts, A, principles of STEM, A, math, B, STEM explorations, A, social studies, A, science, A, uh, laser lab, A. Nicely done. Landon Huggins. <laughs> Uh, What grade grade are you going into, sir? Fifth grade. Just finished the fourth grade at Rivers Edge. And I see all E's, all S's. Um, Landon is an important part of the Montessori environment. He makes it a point to include everyone during outside play. He comes to all lessons with a positive working attitude, demonstrates strength and growth during our bi-weekly assessments. Nicely done, Landon. All those figures is. (laughs) Nice. Good, I think that's all I have. Um, Say who? No, I wasn't. You were. Okay, you can. Come on.
6: bless you Oh, it's so good to see y'all all right so i have a couple of things i want to address um number one teachers if you are a teacher current teacher or a principal upper administrator in your classroom or you know of your teachers who have needs could you please hang out for a bit after service i have two women um mrs garrett and miss prater who will come to you and collect whatever items you need for your classroom the church wants to bless you so that means church we want to bless you so throughout the week and next Sunday we are asking that once we put out a list we'll, we'll make a one call send out some emails and communicate with the rest of the congregation of the need but we ask that you bring it next Sunday whatever it is that we put the call out and I know we're gonna show up that you guys bring it next Sunday or throughout the week Um, so that we can bless these teachers and schools with whatever supplies they need for their classrooms. We got it? Okay. Next, my next, so after church, before we get, like, repeat, I'm going to repeat it. Teachers and principals or school owners, yes, (laughs) stay in their seats after church, and we'll have two women come to you and collect what you need, okay, to collect the list, okay? Okay. My next announcement is regarding our small groups that we have going on. Um, what's about to happen, we we had about eight small groups just very casually gathering, and they, it seemed to be a blessing. I've been getting some amazing feedback. But I want to know from you guys, what it what type of small groups do you want to form? This is for us. This is for our edification, for our fellowship. But most importantly, it's reflective of what the early church did and how it was meant to be. Where it's God centered and mission focused, okay? And um, so a survey, um, actually, if you want a paper copy, is located on your way out. You can grab one and fill it out and bring it back with you next Sunday. There will also be an email survey coming out to you guys. Um, I will also get it up on the church website, Miss Tracy. on the church. I'm sorry. I will send it to you on the church website at some point this week, but it will be available because we want to hear from you. What types of small groups are you looking for? What ways of engagement are you looking to, um, to be a part? So that will be coming to you as well. If you have any questions at any point regarding anything, I, I just said, feel free to call the church this week and they will get the message to me. Amen. God bless you all.
5: Thank you. Good. First Peter chapter one is where we're going. The choir is going to come and lead us further in worship. And then we will go to First Peter chapter one. for there is power in the blood of the Lamb. First Peter chapter 1, starting at verse 13. I'm reading from the New International Version of the Holy Scriptures, and here's how it reads. Therefore, with minds that are alert and fully sober, a lamb without blemish or defect. Verses 13 through 19 of First Peter chapter 1, you may be seated. Just as he who called you is holy, so be holy in all you do. Holiness. Whether you've been in church for a long time, whether you are recently saved and just getting oriented to church and kingdom life, the very word holiness more than likely brings with it a mixture of emotions and feelings. There are some who are intimidated by the word, who feel like holiness is this unreachable, unattainable, unrealistic ideal that the Bible presents as a goal but that nobody really measures up to. In other words, or in others rather, the word strikes fear because our holiness or hell, brothers and sisters, for so long attempted to drive home the point that the essence of holiness is about behavior, what we wear and don't wear, whether we wear makeup or not, how long your skirt is, what you eat or don't eat, where you go, who you hang around, what you drink or don't drink. And if you do anything on a forbidden list of sins and habits, you are on your way to a burning hill. For others it inspires a sense of awe and reverence. We think of holiness and we think of the saints who have been canonized by the Catholic Church, those who have been recognized by popes and bishops who have lived exemplary lives a select few called saints but i want to offer today that according to what the apostle peter has left on record holiness is more than all of that it is more than a lofty goal that the lord knows we can never achieve It is far more than what we wear or what we drink or where we go or who we go with. It is not just a denomination or a group of Pentecostal denominations. It is not just for a select few saints that the Catholic Church deems worthy. I want to offer today that holiness is for all who name the name of Jesus Christ. And here in the first chapter of Peter, the apostle gives us a glimpse in our hope holiness and that's what I want to talk about for just a little while. I have been warned and advised and to take it easy as I'm just getting over COVID so I don't plan to be before you long but let me preach for a little while on our way to the table from this subject our hope in holy our hope of holiness our hope of holiness. So just what is holiness? It is, technically, the quality or state of being holy, right? So in order to understand holiness, we must understand what it means to be holy, holy. It means consecrated, separated, dedicated to the service of God, belonging to or coming from God, consecrated, separated, dedicated to the service, belonging to or coming from God, holiness, something that is set apart for a specific use. Let me see if I can help us to understand a little bit uh, because there are some things that can be used for something that it wasn't meant to be used for, right? Uh, It would be me trying to fix an electrical issue with a butter knife, right? Holiness is using that knife to cut butter because that's what it was made for. Unholiness would be sticking that knife in the socket. understand all right holiness would be using a box to to put things in close it up and carry it somewhere unholiness would be using that same box and stacking it so i could replace that light bulb all right you can misuse stuff But things have a purpose and the 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 whole point of today's message if you don't get anything else if you turn me off now is the point is you were made for a purpose you are holy unto the lord and any other use is a misuse now, Peter starts the letter identifying himself as an apostle, a messenger, one who is sent— uh, let me, Ms. Rochelle, can I have some water or juice or something? Thank you. Uh, Peter starts this letter identifying himself as an apostle, a messenger, one who is sent to speak on behalf of Jesus the Christ. And he is writing to scattered exiles who, although they have been scattered, they have been chosen by God. He is writing to those who have experienced the new birth, to those who have been born again, to those who have been born into a living hope through Jesus' resurrection, those who have been born into an inheritance that will never perish, or spoil or fade away. He is talking to those who are kept, to those who are shielded by God's power, and he tells them that they can rejoice even though now for a little while they have to go through some things because they're not going through for nothing. According to Peter's letter, they have to go through so that the proven genuineness of their faith will result in praise, glory, and honor when Jesus is revealed. They got to go through some things so that God can get the glory. I mean, these are saints of the Most High he's talking to. These are saved, sanctified folks. These are believers. And Peter says, even though you haven't seen him, you love him. And even though they don't see him now, they trust him. And I got to tell you, I have a sneaking suspicion that right now in this very sanctuary, listening on this very live stream, right now there are some people who have an awful lot in common with the people to whom Peter is writing. I just have a hunch... But there are some people listening to me right now who know you've been chosen by God, who know that you have been born again. Your hope is not dead. You've got a living hope. Anybody in here know that you have an inheritance? I mean, that's why you keep on keeping on, isn't it? because you know that what you see right now is not it you've got an inheritance waiting for you and it won't spoil it won't fade it won't perish and it's being kept for you and you are being kept for it that's why the old folks used to sing it like this oh to be kept by Jesus I do I do have a sneaking suspicion that there are some of us in here right now that there are some of us engaged online at this very moment who are dealing with the grief of all kinds of troubles but somebody shout it's not for nothing yeah there's somebody who's, who knows who you understand it you've got to go through this so God can get some glory out of this that's why you can say like Job he knows the way that I take and when he has tried me I shall come forth as gold I do I do have a sneaking suspicion that there are some people who fall into the category that Peter outlines here. You've never seen him, but you love him. As a matter of fact, you don't see him now, but you trust him. And it is to these people that Peter says in verse 13, Therefore, therefore since you are God's elect, therefore, Since you are chosen, therefore, since you have a new birth into a living hope and an inheritance that's guaranteed, therefore, since you are shielded by God's power, since you know you have to suffer but it's only for a little while and it'll result in God getting the glory, therefore, gird up the loins of your mind. King James, that's what the King James Version says. In other words, get your mind ready for a journey. (laughs) <laughs> Get your mind ready for action. Get your mind ready for this thing, NIV says, with minds that are alert and fully sober. You got to change your way of thinking about this. Let me, let me borrow from the Message Bible. Um, here's how it reads. So roll up your sleeves. Get your head in the game. Be totally ready to receive the gift that's coming when Jesus arrives. In verse 14, as obedient children, do not conform to the evil desires you had when you lived in ignorance. In other words, don't slip back into those old grooves of evil. When you did everything that you felt like doing. Oh, Saints, doesn't that sound dangerously like the times in which we live? Where you just do what you feel like, even in the church. Well, Peter says, you didn't know any better then, but now you do. So instead, children instead god's elect instead god's chosen one born again believers instead peter puts out a call to holiness in the next verse let me point out three aspects found in these next few verses and then we'll go ahead and celebrate the lord's supper first of all let's look at number one the principle of holiness the principle of holiness the principle the basis the proposition The fundamental foundation of everything that Peter is about to say. It's in the beginning of verse 15, but just as he who called you is holy, stop right there, that's the principle. That we are to be, as Paul wrote to the Ephesians, we are to be imitators of God. The one who called us, the one who chose us, the one who brought us out of darkness into his marvelous light. We are to be like him, the one who has delivered us from the power of darkness, the one who has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. We are to be like he is. And Peter says he's holy. Now, how holy is he? Glad you asked. Y'all remember back in Isaiah chapter 6, The prophet Isaiah had this vision. God pulled back the curtain, as it were, and let him get a glimpse in glory. There was this great king, uh, Uzziah. And Isaiah said, in the same year that Uzziah died, I saw also the Lord. The king that that Isaiah knew was dead. (laughs) But he caught a glimpse of the king of kings. And Isaiah said he was seated on a throne and it was high and lifted up and his train filled the whole temple you gotta understand kings of that time they would wear long trains because they were difficult to maneuver and work in wearing a long train meant I'm important enough that I don't have to work wearing a long train meant I'm a person of honor and dignity and others have to serve me and wait upon me the longer the train the more important the king the more more servants he had. Isaiah said his train filled the temple. So there wasn't room for any other trains. He was the only king, the only wise God, the only blessed and only potentate. And above the throne, there stood the seraphims, that is a division of angels, literally, it means the burning ones, the angels of fire. With two two wings that covered their face, they couldn't even look at him, he was so holy. With two wings that covered their feet. And then they flew with the other two wings, just hovering, waiting on instruction. And they are exclaiming to each other, Holy! Holy, holy, so holy that they, they don't even consider themselves worthy to speak to him. So holy that the whole earth is full of his glory. So holy that Isaiah says, I'm not even worthy to be here. He said, woe is me, I'm undone. I'm a man of unclean lips and I dwell amongst people of unclean lips. But mine eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. And now Peter comes along and says, just as the one who called you is holy, that's how you ought to be. But what does that mean? What do you mean, Peter? Be holy because he's holy. Holy. Hagios in the Greek, it means that which is set apart, that which is separated from anything profane, that which is separated from anything unclean. Just as he is holy, you be like him. Follow his example, follow his lead. Saints, what would the church be like if we lived to follow? the one whose name we name. What would the world be like if those of us who say we're saved would start acting like the one who saved us? It only makes sense. Peter is writing to those who are born again. He is writing to those who have been born of the Spirit of God. You must be born again. I am so sorry that the church of the living God in these past 30 or 40 years have gotten away from the message that you must be born again. We talk about prosperity. We talk about what we can get. We talk about victory. We talk about all sorts of stuff except being born again. And in the meantime, a culture has arisen that says, I'm okay. I'm I'm trying not to get in trouble. I'm okay because I was born this way. Yes, you were. We were all born in sin. That's why we must be born Again. And if I have been born again, then it looks like I ought to bear some resemblance to my new daddy. Right? That's the way God designed it. Out of all the genetic possibilities, When a man and a woman come together, isn't it something, as a matter of fact, I would call it miraculous, that the older we get as human beings, the longer we live, the more we start to look like the people we came from. And that's in the natural. That's the first birth. Some of you were surprised this morning when you looked in the mirror and saw your mama looking back at you. But if you've been born again, the longer you live, the more you walk with him, the longer you talk with him, the further you get on this journey, the more you start looking like him, the more you start sounding like him, the more you start having his mannerisms. And guess what? It's not even an act. It's not even a put on. It's not even a show. It's just your DNA. You've been born again. That's the principle. That's the principle. As he is holy. And since he is your daddy. Not only does Peter point out the principle of holiness, but he goes on to tackle the practice of holiness. That's number two, the practice of holiness. And don't get uptight. I'm not about to preach at you a list of do's and don'ts. But there is something in the text just as he who called you is holy so be holy in all you do king james version says all manner of conversation that just means the way you conduct yourself your behavior please notice the way the text gives it to us be holy in all you do please notice doing follows being be holy in all you do doing follows being it makes sense then we, we for so long we kept trying and failing in our trying trying to make people do in order to be we made rules to try to make people do instead of teaching people who they are. You see, if I try to make you act holy in order to be holiness, then holiness becomes nothing but an act. But according to what Peter wrote here, what we do ought to grow out of who we are. You're a chosen generation. You are a royal priesthood, a peculiar people, a holy nation. Act like it. You've been called out of darkness into his marvelous light. Act like it. Beloved, now are we the sons and daughters of God. Act like it. Act like who you are and not like who you used to be. Because if any man or woman be in Christ, he or she is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, everything is new. Somebody shout, act like it. You used to be loose. You know. You were fast no tea we'll keep it clean you were sexually immoral but that's not you anymore act like who you are not like who you used to be I'm (laughs) I'm trying my best to help us be practical you used to be an adulterer but that's not you anymore act like who you are you used to be a liar That's not you anymore. Act like who you are. You used to be a cheat and a thief, but that's not who you are. Act like who you are. You used to be a drunk, but that's not you anymore. Act like who you are. You used to be high all the time, but that's not you anymore live like who you are you are redeemed you are bought with a price you are set apart for the master's use you are forgiven you are led by the Spirit of God you are strong in the Lord and in the power of his might you are an overcomer you are light in this dark world you are transformed by the renewing of your mind you are more than a conqueror you are victorious you are anointed you are loved you are clean you are blessed when you go out And you're blessed when you come in. You're blessed in the city and you're blessed in the field. Your children are blessed. Your finances are blessed. You're a lender, not a borrower. You're the head and not the tail. You're above and not beneath. Live like who you are. Live like who you are. Let your doing grow out of your being. Then holiness won't be an act on Sunday in front of church, folks. Right? Then holiness will be a way of life. Holiness will be a lifestyle. And nobody will need to give us a list of do's and don'ts. Nobody will need to give us a list of rules if we learn how to live like who we are and not like who we used to be. That's the practice of holiness, living like who we are. You know, one one, one thing that I just don't get, I don't get it, I don't get it. I don't get when I hear saints talking about when somebody made them mad and they start talking about, ooh, they almost made the old Sam come up. What? How are you going to do that? If the old man is dead, what sense would it make for me to go out to West Memory Garden and dig up somebody that is no longer with us. Talking about they almost made the old one come back. What in the world? That's the practice of holiness doing who we are. But finally, I'm, I'm almost done. Peter reveals not only the principle of holiness, he reveals not only the practice of holiness, but if you keep reading, he talks about the price of holiness. Just as he who called you is holy, so be holy in all you do. For it is written, be holy because I'm holy. I hear you. I do. I do. I hear you. We've spent all this time However long I've been up talking about holiness, but I hear you, how? How can I be holy when my atmosphere is faulty? How can I be holy when everything around me points to that which is unholy? Everything, everything. My wife and I were just talking the other night about how we have to screen all of the Disney movies before we can let our children watch them. How can we be holy when our atmosphere is faulty? Wrong is presented as right, and right is presented as wrong. Our modern culture has made a God of itself and abandoned the God who brought us over. How can we be holy when our atmosphere is faulty? How can we be holy when our anatomy is faulty? We live in a body, and this body wants what it wants when it wants it. Even the apostle Paul expressed his frustration at the fact, he said, when I would do good, evil won't leave me alone. He said, oh, wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from this body of death? How how can we be holy when our atmosphere is holy? When our anatomy is fault, when our atmosphere is faulty, our anatomy is faulty. And let's be honest, Peter. Let's let's be honest. You're telling us to be holy. You've you've written this down for us. You've left this for us. But let's be for real, Peter. Frankly, the author is faulty. This is the same Peter who was real flawed. The same Peter who went from walking on the water sinking in the water because he took his eyes off Jesus this is the same Peter who thought he was big and bad enough to straighten Jesus out when he was talking about his death and he ended up getting rebuked Jesus told him get behind me Satan this is the same Peter that cut Malchus ear off trying to keep Jesus from getting arrested then this is the same Peter who lied about knowing Jesus three times and one of those times not only did he lie but he cussed a little girl out while he was lying let me close how can we be holy when all around us when our atmosphere is foul? How can we be holy when our anatomy is faulty? How can we be holy when the author himself is flawed? Well, Peter gives us the answer in the next few verses. He reveals the only hope we have of holiness. Look down at verse 18. You know that it was not with perishable things. Such as silver or gold, that you were redeemed from the empty way of life handed down to you from your ancestors, but with the precious blood of Jesus Christ, a lamb without blemish or defect. Did you see it? Did you catch it? That's it, right there. Jesus is the only hope for our holiness. And he paid the price so that we could be holy so that we could be separated consecrated and dedicated unto God I like the way my mother-in-law used to sing it when I was just a boy she said if riches could have paid the debt then God could have sold them All the walls of Jasper and the streets of purest gold but he knew that the cost of one lost soul was more than wealth could buy so he took on the form of man and became the perfect sacrifice that's the price of holiness that's the cost of holiness can I tell you the story? And then I promise I'll sit down. Jesus went to Calvary to save someone like you and me. Jesus died. And oh, he died. That's the cost of holiness. Would you look at somebody and help me close this? Tell them Jesus died for my holiness he died to take away my sins he died to give me his holiness he died he gave up his life for mine he died he took the punishment that I deserved he died the sinless for the sinful he died the righteous for the unrighteous he died in my place he died until the sun blacked out he died until the moon dripped in blood he died until the centurion said this must be the son of god he died until the sin debt was paid and paid him full he died until they took his body down and put him in a borrowed tomb but the record is in three days he got up with all power in his hand he lived for me he died for me he got up for me he's coming back for me and the least i can do is live for him i'll die with him and when he comes back for me i'll go with him that's the price of holiness you're not afraid of the word holiness we're not intimidated by the word holiness that's our lifestyle when I do anything else I am doing out of character If I just live like who I am just live like who my daddy is listen my, my son has a nice room right A <clears throat> nice bedroom in the house we call it the apartment <laughs> his room is bigger than me and my wife's it's over the garage he's got his own bathroom in there his own he got a couple closets in there he has his own uh, room that God only knows I don't know what goes on in that, in that little extra room he's got his own space what sense would it make for you to see Nate checking into St. Vincent DePaul if you see Nate on the corner of Philadelphia and Siebenthaler with a sign that says we'll work for food Homeless, anything helps, then you know that he is living beneath who he is. Because he may not have the Taj Mahal, but he does have a room. You would think something was real wrong. Saints, our Father is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. He is holy, holy, holy. And anytime we as his children are living outside of who he is and what he has provided for us, we are living beneath who we are. you get it okay I don't pastor the whole world I just pastor the Mount Calvary Church and I want our church I want this people to be known as a people who live like who they are I'm done I'm gonna stop I'm not done but I'm gonna stop if you are here and you are not sure you're saved, I have good news for you. God loved the world so much. The world, that's everybody without exception. He loved the world so much that he gave his only begotten son, that's Jesus Christ. So that whosoever believes in him, whosoever, that's anybody without exception. Whosoever believes in him, should not perish, but have everlasting life. Listen to this. God didn't send his son into the world to condemn the world, but so that the world through him might be saved. That is good news. If you are here and you are breathing, you have an opportunity to get it right with God through Jesus Christ. And let me tell you the truth, you can't get it right with God without Jesus. You can't be good enough You can't have enough willpower. Listen, everybody in here who is saved had to come through the same blood of Jesus Christ. And the good news is his blood still washes. It still cleanses. It still has miraculous power. If you're here in the building and you're not sure you're saved, you're not sure where you're going to spend eternity, would you just raise your hand? Somebody will come to you and explain a couple things to you. You can be sure today. You can be sure today. You can know before you leave this place that you're saved. Give your heart to him. I promise, I promise it's worth it. That's the first call if you're not sure you're saved. The second call is this. You know you're saved already. You know where you're going to spend eternity, but you know that the Lord wants you in this place as your church home. He wants Mount Calvary as your church home. If that's you, would you raise your hand? Somebody will come to you. God bless you, sir. I see you. Somebody will come to you those two calls if you're not sure you're saved or if you know that the Lord wants you here and listen if, the, if God wants you here we need you and you need us and we're going to treat you like the gift you are those two calls if you're uh, watching online if you're on the live stream you can be saved today send us a message or put it in the chat somebody is monitoring right now and somebody will call you very shortly and tell you how you can be saved and know you're saved and how you can become a part of the mount calvary family the bible says confess with your mouth that jesus is lord believe in your heart that god raised him from the dead you shall be saved let's get ready to recommit ourselves to each other and to the lord by way of the church covenant And then we're going to go ahead and partake of the Lord's Supper together. I will read the part that says, Leader, And then you will follow. If you're able, would you stand as we recommit ourselves now? Having been led as we believe by the Spirit of God to receive the Lord Jesus Christ as our Savior, and on the profession of our faith, having been baptized in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, we do now in the presence of God and this assembly, most solemnly and joyfully enter into covenant with one another as one body in Christ. promote its prosperity and spirituality to sustain its worship ordinances discipline and doctrines expenses all nations we also engage to maintain family and secret devotion to religiously educate our children, to seek the salvation of our kindred and acquaintances, to walk circumspectly in the world. Zealous in our efforts to advance the kingdom of our Savior. We further engage to watch over one another in brotherly love, to remember one another in prayer, to aid one another in sickness and distress, in sympathy and healing, and courtesy in speech. To be slow to take offense, but always ready for reconciliation and mindful of the rules of our Savior to secure it without delay. We moreover engage that when we remove from this place, we will, as soon as possible, unite with some other church where we can carry out the spirit of this covenant and the principles of God's Word. Let the church say amen. 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 You may be seated. has everyone been served the elements if there's anyone who's been overlooked the deacons will serve you now That gives me strength from day, from day to day. It will never lose. Has everyone been served who wishes to be? We practice here at Mount Calvary what is known as open communion. That is to say, you don't have to be a part of... Of this church to partake with us, what we do ask is that you would do as the Apostle Paul has instructed, and that is let a man examine himself and so let him eat. You are not examining to see if you have sinned since the last Lord's Supper. That does not require examination. What you are examining to see is where you stand in relation to what Jesus has done about that sin problem. If you are a part of God's family, through jesus christ whatever the household you're welcome at the father's table on the night that jesus was betrayed he took bread gave thanks broke it and gave it to his disciples and said this bread is my body given for you now take and eat all of it Likewise, in the same manner, after supper, he took the cup. He gave thanks, gave it to his disciples and said, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, shed for the payment of sins. Now take and drink all of it. Father, we thank you for Jesus. We thank you for his body given. We thank you for his bloodshed. Thank you for exchanging his account for ours. The old account was settled, and we thank you for it. Father, we ask that you would help us from today live like who we are. We want our lives to line up with what we say, we don't want to be hypocrites. We don't want to say one thing and live another. We don't want to be one way on Sunday morning and another way all through the week. We don't want to be one way at church and another with our families. We don't want to be one way at church and another at work, another at school. But Lord, help us to live like who we are. You have saved us. You have sanctified us. You have filled us with the Holy Ghost. You have brought us out of darkness. You have redeemed us. You have called us by name. And we just want to live like who we are. We need your help to do it, though. We cannot do it in our own strength. Thank you for the Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus, we pray. And we thank you now. Let all the people of God agree together in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I'm going to go ahead and close us out. Please make sure that you follow the direction of the ushers. Listen, Mount Calvary, I don't want us to get too comfortable. We are to follow the ushers' instructions coming in and follow the ushers' instructions going out, please. All right? Thank you for your patience, but it will allow us to continue... To come together and do it safely. Yes, teachers, principals, would you remain where you are, and someone will come to you and get the information that they need for what for what you need in your classroom or in your building? Okay. Oh, Kelly has an announcement. All right. Um, You can come on and then brother, uh, Paige is going to close us out.
0: Let's see. Is it, it's, um, it's still morning for another eight minutes. So good morning, Mount Calvary. So this announcement is for the Mount Calvary women. The women's ministry kickoff brunch is this coming Saturday at Sinclair Community College, and that's in Building 12. The brunch is from 11.30 a.m. until 1.30 p.m. The date is quickly approaching, and we, w- and we don't want you to miss out. Uh, we have some wonderful speakers, and a vendor has also been recently added. Um, so I promise you, you are going to want to be there. You do not want to miss out. Okay, so repeat after me, ladies. You ready? Today is the last day to purchase tickets. All right. So we need to give Sinclair the final counts so we can have enough seats and food for everyone in attendance. So can you purchase tickets later on this week? No. (laughs) Can you call one of us committee members on Friday night and ask if we can figure something out for you? No, we cannot. All right. So, uh... (laughs) Tickets are still available both online and on event price and today after church in the lobby uh, for $30 parking in the garage at Sinclair is included in that ticket price. So you won't have to worry about that on Saturday. Uh, We're going to have a great time in the Lord and would love to have you there. Um, Also, can the ladies who are on the committee who also have on this lovely shirt, please stand. If they're still in thought oh, you know what they are out and the, they're already out in the lobby waiting for you Ashley's there in the back so if you are also up oh, there they are in the back right there so if you are interested in purchasing one of the women's ministry tick uh, t-shirts you can talk to us about that in the lobby as well um, so I want to make sure I'm hitting everything um, so please stop by the table after church and let us know if you want to join us Uh, and it would be our joy to have you fellowship with us as you too prepare to live your life on purpose okay i thought they oh i'm sorry and then i have another announcement and, um, and also, so, and the teachers in the virtual, conver- in the virtual congregation, um, you can inbox your lists and contact information, okay? All right. Thank you very much.
1: All right. Now is the time we can give back to what was so freely given to us. There are several ways we can give. There's text to give. Which is 855-90010. And then there's Cash App, which is dollar sign MTCALMBC. And then there's GiveLify, which is tap, give, and it is done. And then for the one for the people that are still doing it the old way, deacons will be in the back. If you want to come up to the church, they'll be till about 1230. To 1230, you can put it in their glove-covered hands. We had a beautiful sermon this day, didn't we? Our pastor, even though he didn't feel well, he brought it to us again, as he usually does. I thank God for our pastor. I thank God for our pastor, because he is leading us in the direction that we need to go. All right. After we leave, uh, after benediction, just remain seated, and uh, the ushers will come to you and let you know which way to go. I'll be so glad when this COVID is over. One day, one day. Yes, Lord. Will everybody stand so we can be dismissed? now unto him that is able to keep us from falling and to present you from faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy to the only wise God our savior be glory majesty dominion and power both now and forever let the church say amen everybody have a safe and blessed week
4: Thank you for your continued generosity your financial contributions help to transform lives to reveal the glory of god's kingdom for your convenience you can use the giveify app on your smartphone the cash app or if you're in the dayton ohio area you may drop off your contribution at the mount calvary church at the address shown thank you for worshiping virtually with us today we look forward to being able to worship together in person soon Until then, in the words of Pastor Sam, just live.